Jupiter or Thor is perfect. We need Atlas for our long distance stuff. The Titan will be even better. They shouldn't have canceled Navajo. Wait till you see our submarines with Polaris. Attention all personnel, this is CVTS. Base vehicle pre-count operations will start on my mark at 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome back to Unoffended, the greatest podcast on earth. A very special guest tonight, a singer and songwriter, and the sound technician from Soundcheck Studios. I'd like to welcome Dan Smith back to the show, Dan. Hey, Jerry. How you doing, bud? I'm doing swell, man. I'm doing swell. Thanks for joining us today. Anytime, buddy. You know, I appreciate uh, coming over here and getting to hang with you. So if we get to do a podcast on top of it, then it's all gravy. It's a beautiful thing, Dan. It yeah. is a beautiful thing. Um, Wonderful. Now, you are, as a singer-songwriter, I was listening to the Monster Mash the other day. Okay. And I was thinking, what... what graveyard smash. <laughs> what goes through your head when you write a song like the Monster Mash? Um... Well, I'm assuming the first thing that goes to your head is you're doing it probably for money, mm-hmm. because I don't think there's any like artistic gain from writing the Monster Mash unless that's your thing. Yeah, sounds like it was supposed to be like a cereal commercial or something. Um, I don't know the history of the Monster Mash. Neither do I. That's really interesting. This is where Lozier would be great because you could just bring it up on computer. <laughs> John can't be with us. He passed away. Um, so I don't know. Let's look it up. You got the laptop in front of you. I think the Monster is, Mash. I was all ready to talk about Ukraine. You thrown this Monster Mash. Nonsense at me. You're like, I didn't prepare anything. You got all these fucking like ace questions. <laughs> fucking, um, I don't know, man. Fucking, you know, I just, I, we we're talking about the Monster Mash on the way home from work today. And I'm like, well, Dan's a, Why? a singer songwriter. <laughs> <laughs> why? <laughs> I don't know. That, 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 that's the, a good uh, question. I don't know why. Well, no, I'm just wondering because it's March. I don't know. I mean, I, I still listen to Chris's music in July. All right. Well, I mean, because you're an animal. <laughs> um, all right. So I, I got the Wikipedia page. Monster Mash, the 1962 novelty song by Bobby Boris Pickett. Uh, the song was released as a single on Gary S. Paxton's Garpax Records label in August 1962, along with the full-length LP called The Original Monster Mash, which contains several other monster-themed tunes. So it's a whole album of monster-themed music. <laughs> um, I think I gotta check this out more often. I mean, it seems like there's a deep, dark history behind the Monster Mash. Like there should be like a gritty reboot of the Monster Mash. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear some of the other songs on that album. Well, that's what I'm looking at right now. Um, Any other hits, or just a one-hit wonder? I don't know. Hold on, let me see what we got here. So, LP called the original Monster Mash. All right, is an album by Bobby Boris Pickett. You see, it just has Monster Mash written all over mm-hmm. it. Um, it was a graveyard smash. This is really starting to feel like when you see a trailer for a movie and all the best parts are in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> it's got that same <laughs> undertone going on. Um, what was the name of the album? Monster Mash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I think we're done oh. here. Um, okay. So track listing. Um, Blood Bank Blues, The Graveyard Shift, <laughs> Scully Gully. That sounds like a banger. Well, I mean, these all sound like Wolfbane, Monster Minute, wow. Transylvania Twist. We've actually, I've actually oh. heard that one. Yeah, have you heard the Transylvania Twist? Yeah, it's a big hit. Um, <laughs> Sinister Stomp, oh. uh, Me and My Mummy. That's a big hit overseas. That is, yeah. That sounds really bizarre. Monster Motion, Monster Mash Party, so a remix of Monster Mash. Wow. Irresistible Igor, (laughs) (laughs) Bella's Bash, Let's Fly Away, and of course, to tie back into your Christmas theme, Monster Holiday. So, I don't know if that's supposed to be Halloween, though. So, it seems like this guy just went balls deep on this whole monster thing. Um, And he was like, fuck, I had a hit with Monster Mash, we gotta figure this out. 
So, but you also got to remember too, this was 1962. Mm-hmm. So, you had a lot more of that like sci-fi monster kind of thing That's going true. on, which was huge in the huge in the late 50s, early 60s. Yeah, we also had like a lot of those like early monster horror comics too that were coming out. Uh, you had like uh, Creep Show, Tales from the Crypt, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was kind of a big influence. I mean, I, I think that stuff was later, but once again, that stuff was based on a lot of the earlier comics. Shit. Yeah. Um, so Tales from the Crypt was 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 a comic book before a TV show. I believe so. Because I remember the show on. Um, yeah, with the fucking skeleton dude. Yes. <laughs> what was that on? I believe it was on Nickelodeon or Nick at Night or Snick or what was it called? Was that Snick? Do you remember Snick? Yeah, I remember Snick. I just don't. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Yeah, Tales from the Crypt. Right. Comic. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you like a visual thing on? A podcast that always makes sense. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I'm more of a uh, "Are you afraid of the dark?" guy myself. But oh wow, yeah. You know what's funny is I was watching um, some of those the other day because uh, they're on Paramount Plus. Oh, so yeah. I, I stumbled upon those, and yeah, do you remember the one with the? I mean, two things. There always seems to be some kid who's being peer pressured into being an asshole. Like I was watching. <laughs> I was watching the one the other day when the kid goes to uh, the fun house and mm-hmm. he steals, like, it's supposed to be like a bozo ripoff, but he mm-hmm. steals his nose. Do you remember that one? I, I vaguely, yes. And the clown, I, I like, the clown falls around, but the clown doesn't actually fall around. Like, like at one point, he stole the nose and he's, like, telling his friend, you're going to have to wear this to school for three weeks. Because now, his entire existence as a decent human being has changed. And because he was brave enough to go into the funhouse and meet that peer pressure, he's a complete dick. So he's holding it on his friend to wear this nose that he stole off this clown in school and to make a complete mockery out of himself. So <laughs> you're going deep with this. I mean, you brought it up. So <laughs> anyhow, so in every one of these fucking Are You Afraid of the Dark episodes, there's the same thing going on. It's like normal decent kids. Who, because their friends call them chicken, mm-hmm. they do these like grotesque things. That's like, oh no, he's ruined forever. Now he's a giant bully. But anyways, so as we remember, in that episode, <laughs> um, he steals the clown nose, and like he, the clown apparently is like following him, trying to get the nose back. And mm-hmm. it, it, but the clown's not following him. Like smells are following him. Like at one point, he turns around and goes, oh, cigars, and then. <laughs> Like, it's like, what? And then, like, you never actually see the clown. And then, like, a cloud of smoke falls him. He starts to get nervous. And then he goes back and he brings cigars in the nose back to the clown. Mm -hmm. It's the whole episode's messed up. But you have the same thing going on with, um, do you remember the episode with the kid in the mall with the pinball game? Like, I just watched this last week. Uh, Yeah, I probably watched this, like, fresh. I I probably watched it, like, 20 years ago. This is fresh (laughs) to death, dude. Yeah. So, anyways, there's this episode with this kid. Loves pinball machines. That's all he does. He mm-hmm. doesn't go to school. He's just at a mall all the time. His parents <laughs> don't care about him. For all I know, he's some fucking like vagrant, like homeless kid. Okay. With clean clothes. So he um, loves this playing pinball. He just he just has a thirst for pinball that can't be quenched. So <laughs> he ends up working at the shop with this old man who apparently I don't know if he fixes pinball machines or so. There's nothing else in the shop except for like a suit of armor and like this angry old guy. <laughs> So he goes in to play the pinball machine. He's like, oh, let me get a job. And he, the old guy's like, sure. And he lets him watch the shop. And he knows this kid's crippling, terrifying addiction to pinball. Yeah. And he has this pinball machine that this old man knows if you play, you get sucked into for forever. Jesus. So God knows how many kids are in that machine. And so he, he goes, all right, I'm going to leave knowing fucking... Full well, this kid's gonna turn around as soon as he leaves and start playing the pinball machine. And just getting not, finished. Not gonna watch the shop. Nothing. He's gonna get sucked into the game. He knows. He a hundred percent knows. That's like if somebody's like, "Yeah, man, you know, I was a raging alcoholic. You know, this is my first month quitting, and you just put a bottle of Jack Daniels in front of him. And go, all right, man. Well, I'm gonna leave you in here for a few hours. <laughs> it. Like, I know. Man. And this kid's life is forever ruined because he can never get out of this game. So, I don't know. There's a lot of dark, twisted things that I think help shape us as we grow up. And mm-hmm. uh, there's certain cartoons and there's certain TV shows, I think, that 
really have an impact. Sometimes in a good way, okay. sometimes in a bad way. Now, I, I don't think they have shows like that on television anymore. Uh, I don't know. I think I think they do. I think. Um, yeah, I also don't watch. That's what kids I was. Gonna, that's anymore. what I was going to say, though. I I don't think. Um, well, first off, when's the last time you watched television? Not Netflix, not Hulu. Like, when was the last time you actually? The only watched thing TV? I watch on cable is uh, is like football. And yeah, then, like, does that count? Like, maybe it, the news once in a while. I keep like, I'm blown away. There's no like football. Like, I just want to buy certain games. Like, I can't believe that yeah. hasn't been set up yet. Like, just get like the Patriot p- package. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, I will pay because like I'm a Falcons fan. I yeah. know, boo. Uh, Are you really? Yeah. So I know <laughs> it's right. it's a terrible existence. Um, <laughs> How come? How would you become a fan? Uh, my dad's from Atlanta, and he oh. was a huge Falcons fan. And I grew yeah, well, yeah. well, that makes sense. And um, yeah, it's a very sad existence. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> but like I always talk to him, and I'm like, man, it would just I can't believe they haven't come up with something where I could just buy all the Falcons games yeah. for that season. And like Red Zone's cool. Like I like that. Yeah, but I'm kind of old school too. I kind of like to get into a game. You, that's what I mean. Like, I yeah. love just watching a game. Yeah. And I think that also stems from, like, you were on the, you know, you're a good chunk younger than me, but, like, you were still on the cusp of, you know, having to sit through games. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, having to watch, or, like, yeah, there's only two games airing that was in this it, area. Dude. Yeah. You didn't have, there was, like, a couple, like, crazy dads in the neighborhood that paid $3,000 to have every game. <laughs> on like, satellite? Exactly. Like, yeah, the, the NFL game ticket or whatever the fuck yeah. it is. Um, yeah, they're getting direct TV. And yeah, rains. but normally you get stuck watching like fucking like the, the, the Jets Miami. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like I don't care about this game at all, yeah. but you're still watching it because yeah. it's on TV. And I think like, but like what you were saying, um, you know, you watch football, you watch events, stuff that's like, hey, by the way, it's almost like a gotcha. It's almost like you need to watch it here. <laughs> and I think that's why we haven't seen a service like that. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think also, like, I know I could rant on forever about this kind of stuff, but that, like, same idea bothers me because that also transitions to, like, and obviously more accessible, but being able to stream stuff now makes people way less consistent about sincerely giving stuff a shot, you mm-hmm. know, um, which is, like, kind of blows my mind, you know. Uh, and what I mean by that, sorry, I just had a phone call coming. But what I mean by that is, um, uh, like when I when I would go to like Newberry Comics and buy a record, mm-hmm. okay, I was like thirteen buying a CD of a band that I liked, mm-hmm. and like you know I put it in my fucking Walkman, and like have to listen to that record because mm-hmm. I just bought it. You know what I mean? I'm totally like. This is all the money I had for the week. I bought this fucking <laughs> album. Uh, and I didn't get allowance or any of that shit. So it was like whenever I had money. So I bought the CD. I'm going to listen to this. And children and people today will not have the heartbreak of spending $20 on something, mm-hmm. fully investing yourself, and then personally on your journey coming to the conclusion that's a total pile of garbage. <laughs> like nobody will... Like you'll have like... All this invested time, um, and then all of a sudden you'll just be like, "That was a complete waste, mm-hmm. like complete waste." Um, but yeah, and like that's kind of like, I feel like people don't have the pressure to do that now. I see all these new shows, new to Netflix, new to Hulu. Like, check out Hulu Originals. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, you know, like I'm not gonna watch this. I still haven't watched like all of Breaking Bad. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not going like, to go out of my way wow. to view, like, whatever's come, you know, coming down the pipeline. Not to mention, I think, when I watch TV these days, like, I watch dumb things. Like, Maybe I watch, like, like, Forged in Fire. And, like, <laughs> shit that is the same yeah. fucking shit. Every episode, same tension. Like, oh, is he really going to build that knife? <laughs> um, and it's just, like, you know, but, like, it's brainless. Like, I always, mm-hmm. I always watch TV to shut down. Yeah, you know? you're not trying to get involved in some like some um, show with some heavy plot to it. Yeah, you just I don't know. Like I don't remember the last one I did that with. Oh, so I mean, do you watch any fucking TV series or no? Um, 
The, I, I will say the last one that I got into was Righteous Gemstones. Uh, uh, I, I never heard of it. Righteous Gemstones is great, man. It's um show on uh, HBO. Mm-hmm. HBO. And it's got uh, Danny McBride. Um, oh, he's a fucking riot. What's his name from Workaholics? Did you ever see uh, Eastbound and Down? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Hey, is it the same people? Actually, it might even be the same people, but it's uh, John Goodman, Danny McBride, mm-hmm. um, one of the dudes from Workaholics, um, and it's just about this family called the Gemstones and their uh, ministers, mm-hmm. and they run this big, like, megadome church, you know, you see in the <laughs> South, with, like, the Peter yeah. Popoffs of the world, where, like, they shake people to, like, yeah. to the point where they don't have cancer, and, like, there's four million people in a stadium going, ah, oh, Jesus. <laughs> but, um... And it's all about them just being this dysfunctional family, mm-hmm. and they run this church, and it's fucking hilarious. It's such a good show. Mm-hmm. So that was the last one I got into, and um, but uh, yeah, it's few and far between because honestly, I just don't have the time. No, you know. Yeah, I mean, you're a pretty active guy. You're always playing gigs and doing lessons and playing gigs, doing lessons. Um, you know, doing sound shoots, recording. Yeah, pretty much everything that's involved in the music life. Um, so it's one of those, uh, you know, when I get to it, I get to it kind of things. And yeah. I always call it like, uh, well, I always tell people, yeah, I'll watch that show when I get sick. <laughs> like when I have the flu for a week and a half and I have nothing else to do. Um, Do you ever get COVID? Oh, yeah, I had it twice. You had it twice? Yeah. So I, I never got it once. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I, I had a V1 and then I had um, Delta. So that was both fun. What's V1? Version 1. Oh, wow. The original COVID. Jeez. The OG COVID. <laughs> the OG COVID. <laughs> that was definitely mm-hmm. the worst one. Yeah. Um, yeah, it felt like a nasty flu. Yeah. Um, that, was, that was pretty much the big thing for me. It felt like kind of a... I was very tired. Mm-hmm. Uh, run down. Same as tired. Uh, stuffy nose. The headache was fucking nasty. Pounded? Headache. Oh, it it sucked so much to the point where I couldn't like I don't know, and this is gonna sound weird, but when I got COVID I was like, Fuck yeah. This was December twenty twenty. I'm like, people are afraid of me. I'm like, this is good. No one wants to talk to me. I can be a recluse. This is great. That headache for the first four days was so nasty to the point where I couldn't even look at my computer screen, which is what I was looking forward to. I'm going to play video games. I'm going to fucking write some songs. Yeah, we're just fucking throbbing. Oh, my God. Screens, like, looking at my phone was a nightmare. That Uh, bad, huh? Dude, it was fucking brutal. Tylenol helped a little bit. But, like, extra extra strength, Excedrin, was, like, the only thing I could take where it would, like, ease it enough that I could, like, function a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. But after, like, the fourth, fifth day, it just kind of hung on like a cold. My throat was fucked up, nasty sinus pressure. Um, yeah. No, I, I guess I was lucky that I never got it. I mean, I, I probably got it, just didn't fucking know. Were you sick a bunch? Um, not really. I got sick once, and then I got tested, and it came back fucking negative. But I was only sick for a couple of days, and I just had, like, a bad cough. So I just assumed it was just like a normal cold, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, that's the problem, dude. Um, like, Omicron, I'm like 99% sure that I also had Omicron. Yeah. You got to remember, everybody's like, man, this guy's getting sick a lot. Um, everything that I did uh, throughout all the quarantine, because, you know, I work in music. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not playing in front of a crowd, I'm mixing a show for a crowd. Or I'm, you know, doing production with mm-hmm. a group of people. I constantly, to make a living, I have to have people around me. So it's just one of those things where it was just kind of like, this is going to happen. And so, so how long did you not play a show for? Me? Yeah. Oh, when, when COVID hit? Yeah. Uh, we were fortunate in the fact that um, I worked at Soundcheck because Soundcheck, we immediately got to work on a streaming platform and then immediately got to work as soon as it was nice out to do shows outside. Oh, that's right. You guys did shows so, outside too. Uh, yeah, dude. So we were just at it, um, like right off the bat, and just out there rocking. Yeah. So I mean, we were um, we were out of action till about July, um, oh, and we were able to have yeah, we were able to have a hundred person show. Uh, Professor Caffeine, 
in July of 2020. But, like, it made it few and far between. And you got to remember, we went from playing, like, tours and, uh, you know, minimum five to six gigs a month to nothing. So that was fucking weird. Yeah. Um, What's the biggest um, show you've done? Biggest show I've done? Yeah. Uh, well, I played, I used to sub for a band called Dalton and the Sheriffs, uh, and played with them for about a year and a half, and we played a soul that House of Blues, so that was fun. Oh, in Boston? Yeah, so that was a good time. Uh, how, how many people are there? I think it's like 3,800. Oh, wow. I've, I've actually never been in the House of Blues in Boston. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a cool room. Um, but yeah, That must have been pretty sweet, huh? It was weird, man. Like it was. Um, it was weird. Yeah, because you're you're so far away from the crowd. You're yeah. like a solid like when you put up the barrier, and then the stage. You're like a solid 15, 20 feet from the crowd. Just away from people, yeah. So when you look out, it's other than the first couple rows, it's hard to even yeah, see. Yeah, because the lights are on the you lights on stage. The lights are smashing on yeah. you, so it's like you can't really see anybody. There's a lot of people, but it just looks like a blob, and then yeah. like there's so many people talking that it's just as constant like. Kind of like rubble, so it's like you almost feel detached. You're like, oh, this is weird. Oh, really? And uh, it was one of the easiest shows I've ever had to play. It wasn't like intimidating at all. I didn't get butterflies or anything. Like, yeah, I, I had more stress playing in front of like I, I always had more stress playing in front of like my family or like a yeah. couple really close friends. Like bigger shows with tons of people never bother me. The uh, and that's just because you're just it's so impersonal. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no. When I when I, when I did the live podcast, it was like. It's kind of nerve wracking because literally I knew everyone there. You know, there's only like 35 people there, but still I knew fucking every single person. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then that, that night you said it's easier to, to play in front of a thousand people you don't know than 30 people like you actually are friends with or some shit like that. Yeah. Well, the, <laughs> I, I feel too like, um, you know, growing up in this area uh, and, you know, having that. New England kind of mentality and attitude, like nobody's gonna give us shit slash roast us more than our closest friends. Oh, absolutely not. There is nothing nice about (laughs) (laughs) your friends. Your friends tearing into you about shit. Yeah. Um, There's not a lot of pat in the backs. Oh yeah, and that's that's where you'll you'll fuck. It'll come up the fucking most too. It'll Mm. just constantly be repeated. So, oh yeah, dude, great show. Like yeah. I know it's fucking. It's a cold world out there, Dan. It's a cold Massachusetts. <laughs> I know, right? It's fucking cold today. Yeah, dude, and which was shocking because I was I really thought that we were on the you know the uppity up as far the as the upswing. Getting, yeah, stuff getting warmer. Well, I think the first day of spring is the twenty first, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, like we had a couple of days that were like sixty in February. I know, dude. Well, was it last Wednesday? It was like seventy out, and then it snowed like. The yeah, next day? Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, this is where people get colds, which is what's happening now. Yeah. They, uh... Well, COVID's pretty much over. I mean, the, the the vaccine mandates end in Boston. Yeah, and then mask mandates ending end of March, right? March 5th. Oh, oh, okay. My bad. Yeah, so tomorrow. Oh, no shit. Tomorrow. Okay. So. Huh. Yeah, I mean, like... Hopefully, you know, yeah. hopefully we don't get that resurgence again in the winter. I, I hope not. I don't think we're gonna. I think I at this point, so many people are just over it. hundred percent, dude. Yeah, the amount of people, even like places where like, oh, you need to wear a mask. It's just people don't give a shit. No. I went to go see uh, Foxy Shazam at the Sinclair the other night. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're supposed to wear a mask. And like, as soon as somebody buys a beer, they just pull the mask off. And yeah. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw some band at the Paradise Club. What band? Um, like Third Avenue. No idea. Or, or um, Cadillac Three. Oh, Cadillac Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know that. Third Avenue. Yeah. It wasn't even close. Yeah, <laughs> very different. Nah, they, they, yeah, they, they, were, they were pretty sick. Nice. But like, you had to wear you like wear a mask for like eight eight seconds, and you just take it off as soon as you get into the fucking yeah. You know. Oh, it, it makes zero sense. And everybody at the venue is just over it. Security's not going to bother asking you to put the mask back yeah. on. And... Yeah, I, I saw uh, I, I saw Jim Norton last week. Oh, I wanted to go to that show. Yeah, how was he? It was great. Yeah, I figured. You yeah, know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Jim Norton, but I was like, you know, I have a vaccine card in my phone. Yeah. So the guy's like, just, oh kid, just fry. anything you got, just show me. So yeah, he <laughs> could have shown a picture of a math test or something. Did uh, Jim come out and do any chip stuff? 
No, he actually didn't do any, any chip stuff. Oh, that's a bummer. Uh, I always love Chip Chipperson. Yeah. <laughs> I got to see uh, the Chip Chipperson podcast live oh, did you uh, at the Somerville Theater. That's a riot. So it was him, Anthony Cumia, uh, oh, Sam, Ro- Sam Roberts, uh, and Travis mm-hmm. all did just a live. Oh, Bob Kelly was there as well. Oh, Bob Kelly's a riot. So that was that was fucking funny. I saw Bob Kelly at um, the Comics Go Home. Oh, yeah? Like five years ago. Nice. Yeah, that was the only time I've seen him live. Who else is on that bill? It was uh, Bill Burr, Mark Marin, um, Bobby Kelly, Tony V. Um, Dennis Larry was the host, of course, and there's a couple other guys thrown in there. I just don't remember. They, uh, yeah, I love Burr. Burr's awesome. I know he's great. Yeah, I got to hang out with him for a whole day one time. In the, uh, I know at, at the Garden, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's doing a show there. He is just like one of the nicest guys ever. So, yeah. but um, that's sick. Yeah, man. The uh, yeah, no, I've I've I met him twice. Yeah, just just take photos with and say hi and shit. Yeah, but he's no. such a such a good dude. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, did you watch? Uh, speaking of that whole group of people, did you watch the Patrice documentary they put out a couple? I months did. Ago? Yeah, it was great. That was fire. Mm. I love Patrice. Yeah, he's one of my favorite comedians too. Yeah. Um, you know, he died so young. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. I was like, it's crazy that it took forever for anything like that to come out. Yeah. Um, and it's crazy how long those interviews had been out. Yeah, you know. Um, I know there's a lot of like old, a lot of like old uh, f- footage. On that oh, documentary. tons. You know I mean? Yeah, which is great. I no, mean, it, was it was great. It was cool. It was cool to see uh, just some of that come to light, and it was really cool to. Um... Do you want to dust talk though? It came out on um, um, Comedy Central, so like nobody saw it. Well, the, yeah, that was kind of a bummer. Yeah. It was like if you it came out on Netflix, so many people, more people would have seen it. I think it's probably eventually gonna get there because yeah. I don't. I, I don't. Does Comedy Central own it? I'm probably, probably at least for a while, probably. Yeah, I mean, it might be an original, which means it's on Paramount. Yeah. They. Um, Can we talk about how bad Comedy Central is now? I haven't watched it. Yeah, it's probably been terrible for us, like 12, 15 years. Ever since they started doing South Park on uh, HBO Max. Yep. And uh, the only reason why I got Paramount was because of the COVID special, um, and uh, <laughs> or the pandemic special, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, I, I have no no reason to watch it, <laughs> like yeah. none. The uh, well, it, it used to be good when we were younger. You had like Chappelle show on it. Yeah, I mean, you had yeah. once Chappelle again, show. Once again, we're we're entering what we were talking about earlier. Um, you only had that. So, like, mm. you needed, and, and not only did you only have that, it was a fight to gain people's attention, because there was so many, like, sitcoms and stuff, and, mm-hmm. like, you had Chappelle Show, you had Key and Peele, which came quickly after that, that was still great, um, you had just, you had, uh, what's it called, Comedy Central Presents, all those mm-hmm. early stand-ups, um, speaking of the trees, good. like, yeah, and then it was After Midnight, um, yeah. they were uncensored, right? Yep, um. Yeah, I mean, like, there was just so many good Reno 911. Oh, yeah, that was uh, funny. There's just a, there was a ton of shit. Uh, crank Anchors. Oh, Crank uh, Anchors was funny. Yeah, man. And uh, like I said, I just don't, I don't know of any good products coming out of there slash anything that's going to grab my attention, you know, that I, I most likely I'll just watch later on. Because, I mean, like I, like I said, I think they're part of Paramount. So. Are they? Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know if I have Paramount Plus. There's like no reason to have it other than maybe some of that stuff. Yeah, well, I got I, it, and I was like, "Oh, all the SpongeBob's are on here, cool." <laughs> and there's like no other reason. I get so much shit now. HBO Go, I got fucking, you know, Netflix, Amazon, fucking Plex. Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just it's ridiculous. Well, and it's funny because like the ESPN whole, Plus. Yeah, <laughs> the whole thing about like you know, not having cable was to. Save money, mm-hmm. but now to watch any of your favorite shows, you have to have like seven of these fucking yeah. services. So HBO, you're at, Showtime, you're at Stars, the same amount of money that you were spending on a cable bill. Yeah, right. So, and not to mention they jacked up internet, so it's like, yeah, you might even be more money at this point. But I mean, you just do what everybody does. You just share each other's passwords. I think yeah. I own two of them, and like my brother owns one of them. Mm-hmm. We just trade, and it's like there you go. How's how's uh, how's Nevin doing? Good, 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 good. Yeah, the whole family's on the up and up. So. That's good. That's good. Now, don't you have a younger brother? Yeah, Brian. How old is he now? 
Uh, old. He's uh. He's I mean, forty-five. <laughs> yeah, he's older than me. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I'm thirty-three. So he's twenty-six, twenty-seven. I think the last time I saw him, he was like twelve. Yeah, short, long hair. Yeah. <laughs> do, do we, should, we, should we play ultimate frisbee? What'd you say? We used to play ultimate frisbee. Oh yeah, ultimate frisbee ruled. That was awesome. Yeah, my knees don't want to do that anymore. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that was that was a good time. Mm. Uh, yeah. So, what's going on with you? Anything new? No, uh, just working every day, unfortunately. And then uh, you know, I do the podcast once a week, which is you know, it's like it's fun, it's exciting. Yeah. So uh, this is this is a matinee show, by the way, that people are listening to. Is it live or how do we do this? No, it's just recorded. That's but, what I figured. You know, yeah. uh, normally if we do it you know, late night, it, it gets a little rowdy. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been keeping up with any of the Ukraine stuff? Yeah, no, I, I'm pretty much watching the news like every day now in the past fucking two weeks. Yeah, I was gonna say that's that's another time to what we were talking about. That's kind of another reason to kind of catch up on some of that stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, like all the latest bombings they were talking about with, a, you know, essentially a nuclear power plant. I saw that, that today. Almost yeah. shelled out, which is like, it's fucking insane. What's going on over there, dude? It's it's just it's a full on war. Yeah. So it's like it's insane. It's crazy. It's crazy that there wasn't any kind of catastrophic like nuclear explosion or anything. Like it's crazy with all that shelling that something didn't. You know, fucking explode. Oh my god. Well, it didn't, you know, cause something to leak or, you know, destroy the facility. Mm. It's just terrifying because, like, ugh. I honestly thought Russia was just going to fucking just roll them right over. No. God, w- no. Which they are eventually, but I mean, well, it's, you know, it's as like, of right now, they're, you know, they're holding out pretty well. It's, it's like risk. You come at yeah. somebody with like 300 guys. Like, well, you, you saw like the 40 mile fucking convoy rolling down the street now. Yeah, well, did you hear about um, the reason why all those convoys are on the roads and not, like, going through terrain mm-hmm. is because Russia apparently didn't keep up, like, anything. They didn't do basic maintenance on anything. And apparently the big thing and a big problem they've been having with a lot of these bigger vehicles, these transport vehicles, is all the tires are shredding off. Oh, that's good. Because they're all, like, dry-rotted and everything. So you have this, like, <laughs> big Russian movement and military yeah. march, and, like, literally tires are just exploding <laughs> off of transport vehicles. <laughs> and, like... Well, you just... think of Russia, they have this big, badass army, and all these fucking... Have... Yeah, I mean, but... They say there's a bunch of also... hunk of junk from, like, the... From the 80s. Well, you also think about Russia, too. I don't know about you, but I think about, like... Um, Thin Red Line or Enemy at the Gates, where oh, like movies fire. Yeah, dude, like uh, kind of that movie kind of blows. Like it doesn't hold up. <laughs> you don't uh, like I, Enemy at the Gates? <laughs> no. So but when I think about Russia, I think about you know Stalingrad, and I think about fucking um, yeah. you know uh, Russia would like when they, when they fought the Nazis. You get a gun, you get the ammo, yeah. have fun. Like you know, I yeah. think about them as this like almost like puppet state kind of like cool. They do have a big, impressive military, but, like, shit like that, like, fix your tires, bro. Like, you shouldn't be stranded. And, like, I feel that there's, this is so much more show than anything else. Like, why do you need that back? Why do you need Ukraine back? Other than, like, to say, like, Soviet Union's whole again. Like, why do you need that But they're not even whole. There's still, like, fucking 12 other countries. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, It doesn't make any sense. Um, other well, than well, port you... city access, and uh, this is I would love to be live because I would love to see all comments flooding and like yeah. this dude's an asshole. <laughs> like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, all right, cool. Uh, <laughs> respond in real time, but um, yeah, man, I don't know. It's just grotesque. I think any reason to um, take a human life other than uh, self defense is uh, kind of grotesque and not needed, and you know. I, yeah. So you're saying killing for oil is unacceptable? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is pretty, the whole thing's pretty fucked up. It's almost like you're watching, like, you, it's almost hard to believe it's happening right now. This is shit like you watch the History Channel. Oh, yeah. A building's being blown up and tanks, and like, right now it's like, this is happening now, today, in 2022? Oh, and you're also, like, you can watch those old, like, um, Cuban Missile Crisis videos with like, yeah. the big fucking missiles, like, going down the street on the convoys yeah. and stuff, and... 
Yeah, it's crazy to think, um, you know, it's one thing to hear it, hear about it, uh, and to kind of like catch in the news here and there, but if you like go through some of the photos that are coming out and like, man, this is like one first world country versus another, and it's yeah. like just fucking. It's really disturbing. the first time it's happening in our, in our lifetime. I mean, obviously, we're in Iraq and shit, but that's, yeah, but that's it's not, not, it's not, not a first world country. Yeah, it's not just like another, like, you know, it's like Russia attacking Russia. Yeah. You know? Um, I don't know. In a way, I'm kind of happy the U.S. is staying out of it. But then again, it is hard to see all those people just end up, they all end up getting slaughtered over there. Yeah. And then I always question why the U.S. is staying out of it. I mean, I get it. But yeah. it's tough. You know, it's, um, you well, know, I, I don't think the. Uh, America should be Team America. It shouldn't yeah. be like world police, you know? I know, but um, my thing is, if they get involved, I feel like in the long run, a lot more people will end up getting killed. Yeah, at what point will Ukraine just give up if it reaches that point? Um, which, Godspeed, Ukraine. Uh, you know, if they keep, if they hold them at the gates, cool. Yeah. But it ain't looking good. <laughs> no, no, I think eventually. I feel bad for the president, too. They're probably going to fucking they're probably gonna hang the guy by his nuts like once they capture him. Yeah, yeah, well, Russia, yeah. Um, but, yeah, what are you going to do? I don't know. I mean, why? Like, like, would you like the, in your personal opinion, would you like the U.S. to get involved? Uh, that is a can of worms. That's Because, uh, uh, I mean, at that one. point, it's U.S. versus Russia. Yeah, well, it's supposed to be NATO. But the, I don't know how much. Come I don't on. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you know I, it's bad too. They, Even China now is like, ooh, it's back. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're like literally like, oh, we're, you know, like yeah, because they want to do it to Taiwan. And like, yeah, all right, get them. And now they're like, oh, just kind of backing away and be like, yeah, we don't support that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's a tough look, man. When you when you get cameras and shit and see like them fucking shooting apartment buildings with missiles and stuff. And oh, dude, it's. it's Absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Like, absolutely terrifying. I just, yeah, I mean, you feel horrible for all the fucking people over there. Yeah. You know? Just to see complete cities, like, decimated. Do you imagine, like, Boston get attacked? How crazy that would be? I think about that, and, like, I said, it's real easy to kind of slide into that kind of morbid thinking um, because of the fact that, uh, you know, granted, we had, you know, the bombing at the marathon and all that. That but, was fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, but there was only what? There was only two bombs. I mean, the the cities. Two like, backpack, two backpack bombs. Yeah, yes. like an entire, and like even nine eleven was just two buildings. Like you know like, what I mean? It was not a complete. It wasn't like a whole city. A complete shelling. You yeah. know what I mean? All the and, people are fighting back. Yeah, dude. Like you can go, you can go to like the the gov the government. And they 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 handing out machine guns to anybody. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, if somebody's coming to destroy your home. Yeah, you fuck know, it. So. Yeah, you have, you have no choice. You got to stay yeah. a fight. But, um, yeah, the Boston, um, what's his name? Um, Isaiah. Um, the Boston Marathon Bomber? Yeah, you know, what's his name? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but I he, forget. Yeah. And honestly, it's probably better to forget. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you remember when they overturned it? He had life in prison? I read today and went back to he's going to be put to death. Why? I'm just I'm that's, just saying that's what I such an that's such an easier punishment. Yeah. I think what they should do, honestly, I think they should cut his arms and legs off, <laughs> and he just he just he just lies there all day. I mean, it, it should probably be worse than they should cut his arms and legs off and then slowly feed them back to him. Yeah, yeah that be <laughs> now we're getting dark. <laughs> no, no, I'm just I'm just kidding. I know, uh, but in all seriousness, though, I mean, it's. Um, that's a weird case because uh, obviously it's easy to be like, well, put that kid to death. Mm -hmm. But if you really look at what it costs to kill somebody versus um, I mean, it's fucking expensive. what you get out of it yeah. and versus how much it costs to keep them alive. Um, Honestly, I, I, I feel the death penalty, unless it's somebody who's a complete, I mean, he is a monster, but he's not like, you know. What's the word? Um, you know, a complete psychopath, you know. Um, I well, feel that this person should just... It's way worse of a punishment to rot in prison. Oh, yeah, 100%. To see your life slowly go away. It's way worse of yeah. a punishment. Um, and, I mean, that's what you deserve at that point. And at the same time, too, it's like, 
you have a lot of people say his older brother was the mastermind of the whole. Yeah, so it's like, you know, it's 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 hard to weigh that out, and like, you know, should he ever be forgiven? No, but at the same time, I don't know. Like that's the first off, that's not. I I wasn't affected by it. Like you know, I was. I can sit here and be like, oh, Boston grieves. I wasn't affected by it. That's just Mm -hmm. me lying. Like I just. You know, the people that are affected by it are the people who are missing limbs, people who lost loved ones. They're the ones who have to decide whether this person is going to be forgiven or not, whether this person should be put to death. I think they should just drag them all back and shoot them in the head. Yeah, but, but you, we're in America. You can't do that. I know. You can't do it. I know. I get it. Yeah. I don't know. But also, like, I don't know, man. Like, it's, it's, it's tough because, you know, is... If his brother was the mastermind of this whole thing, yeah, well, his brother got off easy. He got killed that 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 night. So he was done. He's, yeah, he checked out. Um, but I mean, like, if he if his brother was the mastermind behind this whole thing, and then he, it was just him, you know, acting yeah. along with them, should there be some semblance of forgiveness there? I don't think so, dude. If my brother if my brother was like making bombs in the basement and was trying to and like, you were cool with it, yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? I think, you know, <laughs> No, I don't think so either. But I don't know. These are just questions that you need to pose, like you I need know. to ask. Because, um, you know, I, I agree with that. And, yeah, like if I came home and, like, Brian was fucking like, hey, man, just building a bomb down here. Like, <laughs> Do you got any fertilizer? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you doing down there? Yeah. Listening to music that just does not fit. Yeah. Like fucking Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. <laughs> hey, what's up, man? Hey, do you got any big uh, 60-gallon drums down here? No. Why? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Kids cranking ABBA and building fertilizer bombs. Um, but yeah, man, like, I don't know. That's a tough one. Yeah, I know. I just, I, I read it today. I don't know why I brought it up, but. Yeah. Um. You, you got anything, uh, anything positive you want to talk about? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Presta Caffeine uh, is putting out a new single. That should be out in which, the middle of this month. Which you are the singer and bass player? Yep. Yep. And uh, that should be out in the middle of this month. Um, and then we are going to record another EP uh, top of April. And uh, yeah, we, we have a whole record that's done, but... We're gonna probably remix some stuff and mm-hmm. um, do like do bands get signed? Is that a thing? Like bands get signed by by labels still, or not really? They do, but it's not what it used to be. Yeah. It's not like the label does everything for you. There's just so much legwork, and for anybody to be interested in you, you need to be making money. You need to be your own unit. Yeah. And at that point, it's like, is this even worth it, or should I just do it myself? You know. Yeah. Um, so, are you guys trying to get signed? Or? No, not no. at all. I mean, we're such a weird band. Sorry. We're such a weird band. Um, I mean, we're like synth pop prog rock. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's really not. Now, when you sing, you kind of have a high pitched voice when you sing. Yeah. You know, when you talk, you kind of have a deep voice. When you sing, like, you kind of have like, it's a little different, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, like, my singing voice is a lot higher. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. It's just how, to, how yeah. I figured out how to sing. I just kind of failed upwards. Yeah. So... Well, why did you sing kind of like in a like a like a lower? No, I mean like I I always liked higher singers and like the guy from Rush. Yeah, Getty Lee, Uh, Getty Lee, Claudio Sanchez from Coda Cambria. Who's 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 the young kids who fucking sounds like him? Um, Van Gogh there. Uh, You mean Greta Van Fleet? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Van Gogh. Yeah, the painter. Those guys Uh, have some good songs, no? Yeah, I mean, it's like, I don't know. He, he kind of has a higher pitch, a higher pitch Yeah, voice. wicked. Uh, it, he's a great singer. The whole band's yeah. great. I just, they're just, they're like a Led Zeppelin clone. And I, just I know, can't, can't that's, really get into them. I think that's kind of the downfall. Yeah, I just. Because they're kind of too much like Led Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah, they're not, I, I, I remember when I listened to their first record, I think it was John O'Malley showed me it, but anyways, I remember listening to their first record, and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Yeah. Um. And I distinctly remember listening to it going, I'm going to be really excited to listen to the third or fourth Greta Greta Van Fleet album because they haven't found themselves yet. Mm -hmm. And like that's when they'll do something really cool. Um, I mean, they're still pretty young, right? Yeah, they're really young. I think they're still like they're... No, early And they might even have a third and fourth, and I just don't know yet. Well, they had that one big song there. I don't know. I don't know. 
I would try to sing it, but it'd be hard. All I know is, like, when they first came out, a lot of my classic rock friends who were really into, like, Zeppelin, so we got to hear this fucking band, And I listened to their first record, and I went, yeah, it's cool. And then ever since then, I haven't, they haven't even crossed my mind. But Zeppelin, I like Zeppelin just as much as the next guy, but they overplay on the radio so much. It's like they, they should they they should be banned for like three years. Yeah, just take a break. You take a I mean? break from Zeppelin. And then you might then you have a hot break. You're like, oh yeah, this song's pretty good. But now it's like, oh god, I change it when it comes on. Well, the radio is just a computer now. There's nobody actually running the radio. The radio is just they do a song list like generic top songs, and they yeah. just play it. And then guys will come in like and do spots. Yeah. Throughout like the week, or do like fucking like fifty spots on one day, mm-hmm. and they just play those between a computer. Oh, so no shit, huh? yeah, that's how that stuff's been working for a while. It's just oh, automated. Yeah, I don't know anything about radio. My, my my friend does radio. Who? Um, you know Zach Clapp. Nah, I don't. Really, I mean, I mean, I like to think we're friends, but I don't really know him that well. To be honest with you. But um, I was talking to him, and he does like a sports radio show, like twice yeah. a week or something. And uh, he like he he like records it the night before and just like s- sends it in. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. That's, you you literally just do reads. Yeah, you just be like, you be it's brought to you by Tide dishwasher. Gotta put everything with Tide. Coming up with lens up next, and then just yeah. Because because he asked me to come on his radio show, I'm like, oh, this would be so cool. I'm gonna be on radio, but then it's just like the same thing as doing his podcast. Oh, yeah, 100%. Jerry, this is brought to you by Brawny Paper Towels. Take it away, Jerry. Uh, I'm a brawny man. I use them every day. Jerry's a brawny man. Just like this next song coming up. (laughs) Black Sabbath with uh, Iron Man. I forgot Black Sabbath. I don't know any Black Sabbath songs. Iron Man's a Black Sabbath song? That is an Iron Man. Oh, wait, that is a Black Sabbath song. Yeah, sorry. Mm -hmm. Just completely escaped me. I do that all the time. If I think about anything I'm doing for like a second, I fumble. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's okay. It happens. I just lost all pride in like two seconds. Do you think? Do you, do you think it's because of age, or you think you always been like that? Oh, you said age. I thought you said AIDS. <laughs> is because you've been diagnosed t- with is AIDS. Your T cell count low. <laughs> um. yeah, it's because of the AIDS. Like, <laughs> um, no, no, no. I've always been that way. If, yeah. if I um. It's strange. Like, when I'm playing live and stuff, I don't think. Yeah. I just do it. And not, like, trying to sound pompous or anything like that, but it's just so ingrained at this point. And, like, to learn a song, it just needs to be memorized. Now, I didn't know that you went to college to, yeah. to, to, to play bass. Yeah. You know, it's college play opera bass. Yeah. What's that like? Well, that's cool. Boom, bing, bing, boom, boom. Yeah, it's tough. It's very, it, very It tough. looks tough. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's it has all the limitations of a bass and all the difficulties of playing a violin. Now, this, when you graduate, you, you play in like a jazz band, or what you have to do to actually actually like graduate? Solo pieces. So you do what's called concertos, which are um, solo works for a specific mm-hmm. instrument. So um, big acrobatic, like. Uh, Upright bass solo pieces. Yeah. So, and I say acrobatic, you're literally like jumping because the instrument's so big with your arm yeah. up and down the fingerboard. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of really beautiful upright bass pieces. Just like, mm-hmm. um, you know, you've had to have heard the uh, Bach cello suites. That's a concerto for a cello. Now, is Bach the one? He, he died he's like 32, right? Uh, Chopin did. Um, I no Bach lived. I, they lived. Yeah, I, I forget. There was one guy. It was like, so someone came to him in the middle of the night and like had him like write the song for his own like fucking wake or something. Yeah, I don't know. You yeah, know? I uh, didn't pay too much attention to music history. No. <laughs> I was more of a theory kid. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember. So. Um. No, Bach lived into an old age. Um. I, I, I took a very short period of time, a long time ago, I, I took lessons from you, remember? Yeah, yeah, for a little bit. Remember that? You still playing the bass at all? Not really, it's right there, it's right next to you. Oh, no shit. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't really, I mean, I was never really that good, but, um, but do you remember we saw the guy, it was always, it was like half a man, in like a high, like, wheelchair, driving across the street at the, at the uh, intersection of Brockton? Oh my god, yeah. Do you remember that? How do you remember this? Because <laughs> it was such a weird day. Like, me and you went, went to like the music store. Yeah. 
and like it was like the end of the world was gonna happen. It was like a hurricane. <laughs> and then we saw like half a man in like a high chair going through the intersection. Yeah. Well <laughs> it was just a strange afternoon. Life and I, you had a minivan too, didn't you? Oh yeah. I yeah. loved having a minivan. I might get a minivan again. I fucking love that shit. It's yeah. not so big to the point where it's a big old van you can't get around the city, but it's not small. My my first vehicle was a 97 Dodge Caravan. Dude, Dodge Caravan for it was life, great. It had like the captain seats, dude. Oh, my oh God. It was beautiful. I had a Chrysler Town & Country. I originally had a Dodge Caravan, and then I had a Chrysler Town & Country. I was yeah. spoiled. I had the, uh, <laughs> the XL version of the Town & Country. Fancy. Big boy. It had like leather seats and TVs in it. Oh, well, um, yeah. Huh? Well, yeah. Oh, dude, we're talking like 2000. 2000, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, yeah mine was a 97. Oh, dude. Whoo. <laughs> it broke the 1900. Like, all the gauges didn't work. So I didn't know well, how dude, fast I was going. Dude, or... you know what's funny? I learned how to fix that because my Dodge Caravan did that. What happens over time, the way that housing for the actual control panels is set, yeah. vibration causes all these solder points to break. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what the fuck is going on? My gauges were shooting all over the place, and I went, fuck this. I pulled the entire dashboard apart, yeah. pulled out the control face, undid it, and went through it, pulled it back off, and re-soldered everything, yeah. put it back together. It was like an entire afternoon. Put the dash back together. was fine, up until the day it died. Completely. <laughs> and not the dash, but the uh, the car. Yeah, Which, the car I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm moving on. I'm getting a new car. Yeah. And uh, look at the old... Chakras, yeah. <laughs> I think my my, trans, my transmission blew on mine. Yeah, that happens. Now, you used to sell car parts or deliver car parts or something, right? Jesus, how do you remember all this? Yeah, I used to work for Bagnell <laughs> dropping off brake pads to people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did it to help pay for a record I was making because I was teaching mm-hmm. at the same time. Was this when you and um, Emery the Lion? Yeah, Emma, not Emmer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Emma? Yeah, oh. so Emma ain't the line. Um, what happened to that band? You guys just fell apart, broke up? Yeah, I quit. I you just quit? Didn't do it you anymore. straight up quit? Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of inside fighting and stuff, but, you know, it was one of those things where I needed to move on. Yeah. So. Well, being in a band, I mean, I, I, I was in a few rock bands in my day, Dan. But, um, <laughs> um what the fuck was I going to say? But um, it, it's kind of like being in a marriage, right? I mean, I've never been married, but... I was I was related to having uh, four girlfriends. Yeah, because uh, it's just like you check in with people. You need to make sure everybody's happy all the time. Yeah, um, it's 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 a lot of work, man. It's really yeah. what it boils down. It's just a lot of fucking work. There's a lot of practicing. There's a lot of um, equipment. You yeah, know? Um, a lot of gear lugging. A lot of just making it happen. Yeah, I mean, I've done you know I've done some like comedy shows and. The best part is you just show up. Like I don't need to like bring shit on the train. Or yeah. Are you doing any shows soon? Um, I would like to do another live podcast this year at some point. Hell yeah! Are you gonna do any stand ups shows? Um, I, I mean, I got nothing planned, but eventually I would like to get back into yeah, it. That'd be great. You know, so, thinking about trying my, you know, trying my hat in the old, throwing my hat in the old stand up game. Have you ever tried? No. I haven't. I mean, I I haven't done it in years, but when I was younger, I did it. Um, it was a lot of fun. when it went, when it went well, it was a lot of fun. Oh yeah. yeah. When it goes bad, it's 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 oh, a yeah. rough night. Yeah, it's probably a fucking nightmare when it goes bad. You're like, yeah. oh god, here we go. But, I mean, I I haven't. I mean, it's been a long, long time since I've done it, but eventually, I like to try it again. You know. You gotta get back on that horse, man. You gotta make yeah. it happen. <laughs> I just, I can't remember the I got the order of the jokes get mixed up in my head. Oh yeah, well you probably. Like yeah, I just I'm sure with practice over, yeah. over time. I mean, here's easy. You just come here, you just fucking just talk nonsense. Yeah, I mean, this is wicked easy. This is just yeah, you know, just relax talking about fucking whatever. But it was kind of diff. It was more difficult to do a live show than I thought it was gonna be. A uh, live podcast? Yeah, live podcast. Yeah, because you actually have to have stuff to talk about. You have to like <laughs> yeah, I, I was yeah, we were pretty unprepared and kind of. Yeah, I think that's like the big thing with a lot of these podcasts. That's why the first thing I asked you was like, all right, what are we talking about? Because I was yeah. gonna look stuff up. And even like um like early this afternoon, I was like, fuck, I should look some stuff up, to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I kind I kind of just wing it. Yeah, but when there's people looking at you, there was like oh, it's it needs, so much it more. It needs to be prep, but yeah, it got a flow. Oh yeah, but, it yeah. was fun. People still had fun, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I definitely drank too much and acted like a crazy person, but yeah, it was a great time. I had yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, so. that's the that's the most important thing. Exactly. Everyone had fun and everybody enjoyed it. It was good. Everybody just was chill about the whole thing. And yeah, yeah. well, uh, thanks for helping out. 
Anytime, buddy. Anytime. I know. The, by the end of it, we was bringing random people up there. Yeah, it was just getting out of control. It was just getting out of control. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Um, how, how's uh, How's Eric doing? Eric Herman? Yeah, the, the guy from Soundtrack. Yeah, he? Eric Herman. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's doing great, man. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to do a Soundtrack again. Um, it's just so big and... Yeah, it's just a lot. It's, it's a lot. Yeah. You, know? you would almost be better doing it at like, like a, a smaller like place. Like a BFW or something like that. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, I can just show up and throw a couple speakers on the sticks for you. No, that'd be sweet. On, you know? Yeah. But... Like, like the Knights of Columbus still do shows in Kingston? Uh, I know the one in Pembroke does, but yeah. I mean, you just run out of function. You're just talking. It's not like you do yeah. a full band or anything like that. I know. Well, yeah, we we probably get a little carried away getting sound checked, but yeah, whatever. It was fun. It was fun. It was like a great time. It was cool to have the big stereo too. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have a show tonight? Oh, actually, tonight no, no, mm-hmm. you're not. So the uh, tonight got canceled. So whap, uh, not rushing out to anything. So All right, yeah. well, um, I saw. Uh, Chris Ballerini's leaving Six Flags Club yeah. Whiskey. Yeah, we actually started working on a record together recently, uh, his solo stuff. Oh, really? Um, yeah, and we, he'd been talking about that, and they finally announced it. And, you know, it's, you know you, he, sometimes you just need to move on to a new chapter. I think the pandemic kind of like put everybody put everybody's head into perspective. You know? Yeah, so, so he's still playing music. He's just playing with other people now, correct? Um, yeah, I mean, he's just doing his own thing. Um, he's still playing, he's still doing solo stuff. So, so, so when you said you were doing an, you said an album with him, or just yeah, recording? we're doing like an EP, we're recording a record. So, like, are you, are you playing bass? Um, I'm not sure what the final, I, I know the line, like, I might play bass and stuff, but he's been working with uh, this dude Larry and a couple other people. So, it might be one of those things where if the band starts gelling, he's just gonna yeah. do the regular band. I never really take offense to that kind of stuff because, like, it's just. It's a lot of work, and like I've recorded a bunch of records in the past, and sometimes I'll play some stuff on it, or if I hear something, oh, this needs a little keyboards, I'll throw this on it. But like you know, it's one of those things where it's uh, if someone's gelling and it's working and it benefits Mm -hmm. the record, you just Mm -hmm. do it. So, but yeah, man. So I'm excited for whatever the future holds with all that. I'm excited for you. Now, do you guys record right in Soundcheck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I have uh, my space there. I don't know if I showed you my spot, but no. I do a lot of tracking in there. Uh, I do a lot of tracking in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have my entire room is decked out with soundproofing. Um, yeah, as I say, you should get some in here. I know. <laughs> it's real. Little, uh, little echoey. I know. Well, we get hardwood floors and fucking. Oh, uh, the floor's not that big of a deal. The, the floor? No, the wood soaks a lot of it up. You just need to get some, like, standing wave stuff. So, well, we did, did like shit that like you can just like it like kind of stands up by itself. No, uh, standing wave is um when a wave hits a certain point in a wall and it amplifies because of it. Mm-hmm. So, like for instance, that dead spot right there, mm-hmm. you put a panel right there that would help huge. You put a panel right behind us here that would help huge. How like how big of a panel? I mean, nothing really too crazy. Two by four. And so, how do you know where to put them? Just trial and error. You can smart the room and figure it out, but generally you put a little bit of soundproofing in it. Like your bed's doing a huge job as far as really? sucking a lot of that up. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. If that boy. bed was not in here, it'd be super echoey. That's um, good. That's good. But um, yeah, you probably only need a couple panels, hit some corners. So yeah, you'll be good. So. Oh, I I thought you had to do like the whole fucking wall. No, 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 no. Uh-huh. no. That's no. Because I was thinking you actually don't want to do that because then it just starts to sound claustrophobic and awkward. Because yeah. you can hear like. When somebody's talking like this, and yeah. that's what you'll start to get, oh, and really? you don't want that. So you want it to actually sound normal and so, open. Just sound like a normal conversation? Yeah, you'll sound like you're in a box, like I just showed you. <laughs> Please help. <laughs> yeah, so. But, um, yeah, man. All right. Um, do you want to wrap this up? Yeah, man. I think it's it's reaching that time, so... All right, Dan. Well, thank you for fucking coming on. It was great to see you. Dude, it was great seeing you. It was great talking. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You got to come back again. Hell yeah. I'd like to do one with John, and maybe we can map some stuff out and have some fun. No, definitely. So. Um, yeah, we, we usually do it at like 7 o'clock. Um, what days do you usually do it on? We usually do it on Friday. But if Friday's not good for you, we can always do like a Wednesday or Saturday, Sunday. A Wednesday would be would be tight. Um yeah. 
Sunday night would be tight too. So I'd love to. I'd love to do it more. Yeah, definitely. Um, but hell yeah, man. Well, fuck yeah. All right, Dan. All right. Thank, thanks for coming on. Thanks uh, for listening, everybody. And we'll see you soon. Hell yeah. Later, Jerry. You look at happily near and I can sell a shimbe Or have you picked your target yet? Charlie